Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I can sit here and tell you whether I'm going to be here, want to be here, don't want to be here. This is exactly where I'm at now. Um, and I wouldn't rather be anywhere else. So it's something that, like I said, God has a plan. And in the offseason, everything will figure itself out. Oh, Odell, enough already. Browns opened up minus eight and a half. It's down now to uh, to seven. Andy Dalton uh, still getting the start for the Bengals against the Browns in that poop show. Unbelievable. Uh, Anita Marks with you. By the way, uh, this just announced Evan Ingram out with a foot again. Was hoping that Eli Manning would have his full arsenal, but that's not going to happen. Also, Giants uh, safety Jabril Peppers uh, placed on IR. But we know that Eli Manning is going to get the start. With that being said, one of the best in the business, Warren Sharp joins me now. You can find him all over social media at Sharp Football. Also, check out his website at sharpfootballanalysis.com. I was just talking about the, uh, the, fo- the the playoff machine. I can't get off that. I can't get off of Warren's website as well because it is chock full of nuts of great little nuggets uh, for you to make some wise decisions on where to pl- put your money each and every week in football. Warren, welcome in. Hey, Anita, how are you doing? I am great. I am great, great, great. Uh, let's kick it off with uh, with the Giants. Monday night football, Eli Manning getting the start and getting nine and a half points. I love the over in this game. It's set at 45. If you were to play this, how would you play it, Warren? It's tricky. You know, I sort of would almost lean a little bit with, uh, with the points from the Giants simply because, um, I, you know, the Eagles, they, I don't know what to really make of their defense. You know, their defense gives up a boatload of points last week down in Miami, but the prior few games, they were really doing a good job against some of the better offenses in the NFL. So um, I'm not really sure where they stand, but what's holding me back from taking the Giants, you just mentioned it right, right at the update uh, right before the spot, was Evan Ingram not being there. Um, that's a big loss, you know, his presence. As, a, as an outlet receiver, as a safety valve, as a guy who's got a nice mismatch because of his size, uh, that really does take away uh, something. The other elements here that you really have to question is, you know, like you said, the over has hit traditionally in this series. It's done pretty well. Uh, but what is Eli Manning going to be doing? What is his mindset here in these next couple of games that he's playing? Is he looking to uh, – we know he doesn't throw the ball downfield as much as Daniel Jones – we also know that he's not nearly as mobile in the pocket. Um, so those are a couple things Daniel Jones was doing that was creating bigger plays offensively. Um, at this point, I haven't done anything on this game. I will say, if you are looking to go over, you may want to wait a little bit because there's some weather potentially in the mix here. we got maybe a little bit of rain and also some winds, some gusty winds. The winds themselves aren't too bad, but the gusts are supposed to be into the 30 to 40 mile per hour range. Um, and so this total probably will drop a little bit lower would be my guess. Interesting. Again, Warren Sharp joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Looking at that Jets game, uh, they are favored by five and a half and the over under at 45 and a half. Um, Jamal Adams doesn't look like he's going to, well, actually it's, it's already announced. He's not going to start. Le'Veon Bell dealing with some illness. Um, and this is a Miami Dolphins team, Warren. They're playing really hard for their head coach. 
And ever since Ryan Fitzpatrick has been starting, I got this, I got the stat off your website. Uh, they are scoring on, um, almost 18%. Hold on one second. I want to make it accurate. They're, sc- they're scoring a touchdown on 25.6% of their possessions where prior to Ryan Fitzpatrick starting week seven, only 7.4%. So I'm actually leaning towards the Dolphins and the points here. If you were to play this game, how would you? Yeah, it is a lot of points. Um, and, and I probably would lean a little bit in that direction as well. Uh, Jamal Adams, certainly a difference maker on that defense, uh, both physically as well as emotionally. Um, and if you look at this game, you know, I see why it's been bet towards the over from 44 up to 45 and a half and 46 right now. Um, I think the Jets game, you probably watch it maybe a little bit closer than I did, uh, being from that area, but, yeah, they put up 34 points exactly in three consecutive weeks before thing only six in Cincinnati. Cincinnati actually has a really good red zone defense, and the Jets, they were making mistake after mistake, uh, holding penalties on big plays. Things were getting brought back on them. Um, I think they're going to get that turned around a little bit. This is a, a defense of the Dolphins that basically invites scoring. It's a, it's a really bad defense. Uh, so I think the Jets are going to have some better success offensively here. Um, and obviously Adam Gates got a little bit of revenge himself trying to get back at the Dolphins. Uh, they obviously beat them back uh, a couple weeks, a few weeks ago, uh, 26 to 18. So I think it's, uh, it's a game I probably would lean a little bit to the Dolphins and a little bit to the over. All right, my three plays that I really like this week, I love Kansas City, not not only just getting the points, I think they win outright. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the Cardinals, even though it's the duck collar. I still think he can manage games. He's not throwing the ball more than 20 times a game. And I I also, um, I, I love the Ravens. Nobody can stop this Ravens team. Out of those three plays, is there one that, that you feel that we're on the same page with? Wow, um, well... One of your statements about the duck caller, I, I agree with that because he's, he's actually, I don't care that he's undrafted. The Steelers are terrible with drafting quarterbacks. Ever since they drafted Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger, they've been horrendous. Every single draft quarterback they've drafted has been a total bomb in the NFL. And so I don't care that Duck went undrafted. He is better at passing the football than was Mason Rudolph. Now, I don't necessarily love the spot. Mike Tomlin's been great as a home underdog, been terrible as a road favorite. Um, Arizona is actually a tricky place to play. Arizona completely didn't show up last week um, against the LA Rams. That defense is a disaster. So I don't really know what's going to happen in this game. I do know that Arizona's offense will have to look better than it did last week because that was a total joke. Um, I do kind of lean a little bit towards the Buffalo Bills here, uh, but um, it's, it's not strong, and I probably will end up doing nothing on this game unless for some reason I was able to get seven points with the Bills. Uh, I agree with you, and the biggest matchup edge for the Ravens here is the fact that it's going to be windy, it's going to be gusty, and they can run the ball tremendously, and Buffalo cannot stop the run. We saw a much worse rushing attack in the Philadelphia Eagles go into Buffalo and run the ball right down these guys' throats over and over and over and ended up winning that game. I think it was like 33-16 to 16 or something like that. I mean, they, they just put a pummeling on them. And I believe the Ravens should have some success doing that. And they also are accustomed to facing Lamar Jackson in practice. So they're familiar with dealing with how Josh Allen, his escape lanes and the types of rushing that he's probably going to try to do. But that is Baltimore's weakness as well is, is the run defense. Um, so I would, I would maybe don't really have too strong of an opinion there. I could see why you would like the Chiefs. Again, that's one that I'm really not too fond of either. Um, I think the Chiefs, 
I've been talking about this for a while now that the Patriots defense completely overrated from the perspective that everybody was talking about them through six, seven, eight weeks as the best ever. Like they got the number one stats in history. And I'm sitting here thinking, have you looked at the schedule? Let's judge these guys when they actually play an offense that can do anything. They were so fortunate that they played the Eagles and they played the Dallas Cowboys with terrible weather conditions, like sideways rain and everything like that. And those offenses couldn't really do anything. Those are decent offenses because they got absolutely pasted defensively when they played the two other good offenses that they faced with you, the Houston Texans um, and the Baltimore Ravens. Those guys were working the ball up and down the field on that defense. So it should be interesting with good weather conditions what KC's offense is able to do. Again, he is Warren Sharp joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Warren, before I, wait, I let you go, I, I've given you my plays that I like. What is your favorite play heading into week 14? One that I really like is the over in the Oakland-Tennessee game. Um, I just think that there's a lot of opportunities for both offenses here. This is actually um, a perfect matchup. The Titans, uh, they, they are the number one red zone offense in the entire NFL. People probably don't realize that. That even includes the games with Marcus Mariota there. These subtract those. They've been absolutely ridiculous. And the Oakland Raiders are the NFL's worst red zone defense. They're allowing touchdowns quite frequently to everybody that they play. So I think there's a big edge in scoring from that perspective. I also like the fact that with Ryan Tannehill, this offense for the Titans is extremely explosive, both in the air and on the ground. Um, I think Oakland's defense, very fortunate to face the Bengals and the Jets offenses in consecutive weeks. Uh, and then last week, they didn't make Patrick Mahomes look all that great, but there was 40-mile-per-hour wins in Kansas City last week. And Derek Carr always plays bad in Kansas City. So I think Kansas City's uh, – sorry, I think Oakland's defense has looked a little bit better than what they really are. I think Tennessee will prove that. But I also think that Oakland's going to have a little bit of success working the ball on this Tennessee uh, Titans defense. So I think both teams are going to put up enough points. At 47, uh, I saw value. Even at 47.5, I still looked at, I think it's going to hit around 49 to 50 points here. I love it. Uh, I'm I'm excited about this Tennessee Titans team. Um, I really am. I'm rooting for them. I know they take on the Texans twice for the remainder of the season. And actually, there's a bet out there uh, that they win the division at plus 360. Uh, they play Oakland, they play the Texans twice, and they play the Saints. Uh, do you, I'm saying that there's a chance. Do you believe there's a chance that they win the division, Warren? I, I do believe there's a chance. Here's my biggest concern. It's not their offense. It's their defense. Um, you know, They went up there to Indianapolis just last week. And Jacoby Brissett, think about this. He's without his number one wide receiver, T.Y. Hilton. He's without his number one tight end in Eric Ebron. He's without his number one running back in Marlon Mack. The Colts, in their first four, uh, first five drives, they get into scoring position on four of the five drives. Vinatieri misses a bunch of field goals in there. They also fumble the ball once at the Tennessee 17-yard line, I think. And they should have had four more field goals. They should have had 29 points in that game if they're just making their field goals. Um, and that's with you know, Jacoby were set passing for eight yards per attempt and, and having no number one ride receiver, no tight end, and no uh, running back. So that's my concern is their defense, um, and I'm worried about them when they do play the Houston Texans. But offensively, I'm very confident in what they're doing. I really like, uh, like the balance that they have on that side of the football. 
Warren, awesome stuff as always. Really appreciate your time each and every Saturday afternoon with us. Thank you so much. Again, he is Warren Sharp. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Sharp Football and definitely check out his site, sharpfootballanalysis.com. Warren, enjoy your uh, week 14. Thank you. You got it. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.